Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. William! What? We're here. Ha-ha! We're both wearing black t-shirts with very funky designs. And we didn't even send each other a memo to say that. No, no. Mine is from my pal, Matt, in England. He has a a clothing company called Hard Times Clothing. They do not sponsor the show. They don't sponsor me in any way. He's just a pal. And he makes really fun um, clothes, usually around kind of uh, uh, fan art. And mine is from a lovely Glasgow company called Forty. And uh, they make fantastic clothing that I absolutely love. So uh, go and get your 40 clothing. They also don't sponsor the show. But they look beautiful around, around your midriff. Yeah, and, and your boobs. Yeah, around your boobies. Um, how's everything going with you? Anything to report this week? <sighs> Tom, you know, just, you know, getting on with it, getting on with it, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, things are good. Uh, what have you been doing? Well, my friend Nigel, our friend Nigel has been staying here. He and I um, jumped in with my trainer today, Stevie. And uh, my favorite thing to work out is abs. What's your favorite thing to work out? Uh, shoulders. Lovely. So we did a, a relatively normal, for me, ab-heavy uh, workout. Yeah. And I think Nigel really felt the benefit of it because we're all going out for dinner tonight. And I said to Nigel, if we really pump it up, really pump it up, at 10 in the morning, and it's six tonight when we're enjoying some lovely dinner, we'll think, oh, I can feel the benefit of that. I'm bulking up. How's the bulk going? Going good. We're going to have to get you a set of scales. Right then. Let's do that. Hey, remember when we uh, we said, what's a, what's a good thing to say to someone if you're pretending you've never seen Lord of the Rings before? Oh, yeah. And someone sits you down and says, watch this movie. Yeah. And you say, well, I've never seen it. What would annoy that person? Yeah. Well, a few people have sent in with some things. Oh, great. Uh, Dave from Barnegat, which is in New Jersey, says, always get Gandalf's name wrong. He's either say uh, Dumbledore or Ganondorf. Oh, that's good. It's good, yeah. Because yeah, people don't like, don't like getting the names wrong. Well, you shouldn't be getting Gandalf wrong because would you describe him as the iconic wizard in uh, fantasy fiction? I would oh, think I? so, right? What's, what's the one in Arthur's time? Merlin, good shout. Maybe Merlin. Merlin is a good shout. Thanks. But I think he's second. Mike from Chicago said, you could every so often say, wait, which one is the mother of dragons? Which I like, which is a Game of Thrones reference. Or you could say, is Gollum one of those White Walker guys? Again, confusing (laughs) it for Game of Thrones. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Remember a couple of weeks ago we were trying to work out Fahrenheit and Celsius and centigrade and all that? Yeah. Well, Adrian... Location unknown says a level chemistry teacher taught me this. Well, I have to stop you for a second. A level chemistry taught me this, not a level <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> you I was dimmick. wondering what that was. I was like, I wonder what a level chemistry is. A level is just you've left school and now you're studying in higher education. You're taking well, your A levels. I would say Adrian Location Unknown is probably in the UK then. I would agree with that. Thank you. 
Celsius is the measure of temperature. Aha. Centigrade is the type of measurement it is. But people use the two interchangeably because Celsius is the only centigrade scale we use day to day. I understand. So Celsius is the centigrade scale that has become common practice. So nowadays we use both those words interchangeably. Got it. Nice. Um, we were also sent a, a tongue twister from Jesse K in Nebraska. Any uh, ideas where Nebraska might be? That took you four goes. <laughs> You've only got two hands. Go on. If this... I still think it's the wrong way around. Hold on. Florida's on the West Coast. There one? you go. Christ. Right. <laughs> if that was a, a map of the United States of America, yeah. Florida, yeah. New York, yeah. California, yeah. where would you say is Nebraska? That's a hard one, actually. I think, I'm, I'm sure I'm totally way off here, but I got the feeling that Nebraska, Nebraska was kind of central north. Nebraska. Nebraska. So I'm going to say center of your hand up a little bit to your left. So there? Down, we are no, no, there. I think, no, I think down a little bit. That's more like Maine, isn't it? I think you go down, 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 right, 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 right. Stop. I'm going to say to, there's uh, Middle and just a little bit. Hold on. I'll see if it's on this map that we've got in the wall here. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Indiana. Jesse K will know since Jesse K is from Omaha, uh, Nebraska. No, we'll need to look at that one, Tom, because I've got absolutely no idea where Nebraska is. Okay. Well, is that the square one? There's one that's like a square. Is it a square state? Maybe Shanty knows. Ask yeah, her. maybe. I can't Shanty, see. do you know where Nebraska is? She's giving us a shake of the head there. She has no idea. No, that's terrible. That You should get that in school in America. Let us know. Well, Jesse K gave us a tongue twister, which I feel like Jesse K might have written himself. Maybe, who knows? And the tongue twister is, how many lows could Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob lows? I'm going to time you if you do that three times, Tom. I'll do the same. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. How many lows could Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob lows? How many lows could Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob lows? How many lows could Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob lows? That was actually very good. 8.78 seconds. Keep that there. Don't delete it. I won't. I'm going to give you a three, two, one, and but I'm also going to give you a go like you did. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. How many lows could Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe... No. That's uh, all right. You got three Hold goes. On. It's quite hard because yeah. I'm Scottish and R's are quite hard. And then Purple R's, burglar alarm. R's after L's are even harder. Take your time, William. What? Right. <clears throat> Ready? Three, two, one, go. How many lows could Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob lows? How many lows could Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob lows? How many lows could Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob lows? Lovely. You slightly changed your accent as well. To help me out. It's a 12.13. I thought it was slow. It, felt it was slow. a little slow. It felt a, slow. But for a Scotsman, I'm extremely impressed with all the things that That was quite did. hard for me, that one, Tom. Hey, we have one more thing that was written in from Owen in Brighton. Do you want to... Um, Read this one out. Oh, yeah. Regarding the word possesses. Oh, you said this, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Recently, you claimed that the word possesses 
possesses more S's than any other word possesses. However, I believe that the word dispossesses, dispossesses the word possesses, claim to possess more S's than any other word possesses. I think that's totally true. Dispossesses has more S's than uh, possesses. How did we not know that? I don't know. But that particular phrase came from William Friedkin, the director of The Exorcist, because I think he'd spent a lot of time in his life around the word possesses, because, of course, oh, The Exorcist yeah. is about possession. And someone must have come over to him and said, are you aware that possesses, possesses more S's than any other word possesses? But, of course, dispossesses, because uh, possesses one more. So dispossesses, actually dispossesses the word possesses. Yeah, that's what Owen in Brighton was saying. Thanks, Owen from Brighton. William. What? You and I both seem to enjoy really pumping up at the gym. I hear you, Dom. Well, let me tell you, one of my favorite things to do, both before and after the gym, is have a lovely bowl of Magic Spoon cereal. Now, you oh. might be thinking, cereal? That's not great for the gym. That's... Hey, what? Magic Spoon's full of proteins. There's no sugar. It's a gym-conscious food item, and I absolutely love it. And I tell you what, there's a flavor for everyone, from the richest chocolate to the sweetest honey nut. And it's delicious, Dom. Ice cold milk all over it. Fantastic. Oh, there's, yeah. there's a few facts that I have to give you, Dom. Go on. There is zero grams of sugar. What? 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four to five net grams of carbs in every serving. Amazing. It's low carb, Dom. Keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free, and only. 140 calories a serving. It's fantastic. Great flavours, as you know. Cocoa, fruity, frosted peanut butter, cookies, cream, cinnamon, all of it. It's delicious. It's delicious, yeah. Fill your boots. Go to magicspoon.com slash onion to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic for yourself. And be sure to use the promo code ONION at the checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash onion and use the code ONION to save $5 off. We've got voicemails, Dom. Let's do them. Let's do a couple of voicemails. Fire them into before our we craniums. Get our... Hi, Billy and Dom. I've got a riddle for you. Here's how it goes. This is a five-letter word. With all five letters, people can eat it. However, if you remove the first letter, then I become a form of energy. If you remove another letter, then I am required to live. If you mix up the final three letters, then I am a drink. What word am I? Love the show and all the Lord of the Rings movies. Have a great day, guys. <sighs> right. So, five each, letters. Five letters. Each letter is something you can eat. So, I'm going to say P. Right. T. But you take away one. Yeah. It becomes what? An energy? An energy. But don't we need to do it in order or not to guess it? Or not necessarily? I don't think so. So it's a five-letter word. Right. So let's. I'm going to think of letters that you can eat. So P, I think it's got to be there. Wait, can you eat a, a B? You could eat a B, but would you eat a B? No. C, D, E. Eat e, an E. F, G, H, I, J, K. No. Special K. Oh, it could be special K. K L M N O P. I wouldn't eat P. No, I think like a green marathon. Oh, pee. right. I thought you meant like urine. Yeah, no, no. Q R S T. You can eat. You can drink. Drink. Yeah. U V W X Y 
Zed, there's only two real things that you could eat there. Could I get that again? Could second? you play it again? Have you written down all the clues, Shanti? Or... Right, give us that again, Shanti. Come on. Hi, Billy and Dom. Right. I've got a riddle for you. Here's how it goes. This is a five-letter word. With all five letters, people can eat it. However, if you remove the first letter, then I become a form of energy. If you remove another letter, then I am required to live. If you mix up the final three letters, then I am a drink. What word am I? It's only when it's the first. When it's, when the it's first, five, when it's you five, can you it. can eat it. When it's four, it's energy. energy. When it's three, you need to eat. live. Live. So is it die? No, air. Air. You need air to live. Uh huh. That's a three-letter word. A bear. But you need you a can bear. Can eat a bear. Oh yeah. Oh, well, type of energy. <laughs> a what is four letters? What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that kind of takes away from air, doesn't it? It does. A type of energy. Wind. That's four letters. Uh, solar. That's five. And then if you is it you mix up the last three, what yeah. is it, Shanti? If you mix up the last three, tea. Drink it. Tea. Right. So let's say it was tea, right? But that's it mixed up. So that's so it's eight. So if it's tea, and then what's the what's the four? A, a type of power. Type of energy. Heat. Heat? Heat. We've, we're on to it. And then, Sheet. What was the first one? Heat. Uh, it's, uh, you can eat a sheet. Feet. Beat. No, that's not spelled right. But heat. Wheat. 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 Have I done it? Wheat. We've done it. Ah! Ah! Nice. We've got there. Fantastic. <laughs> Wheat. Heat. Heat. Eat. Shanti was actually helping us. John would never help us. Well, John, Shanti just gave us a thumbs up, but we had to get there. But she was like screaming and going, yeah, yeah. Oh, we've done it. Brilliant. Thanks, Shanti. Brilliant. Firing another voicemail into our uh, craniums, would you? Yeah, let's get another voicemail, and then I think we have to get on to it. Hi, Billy and Dawn. My name is Haley, and I am a current student of biology. <gasps> and as a horror movie lover and an insect lover, I am fascinated by parasitoid insects. Um, so my question for you is what is your favorite scary insect or in other words, what insect freaks you out or scares you the most? For me, I'll give an example. It would be a parasitoid wasp. And if you have ever seen a caterpillar infected with parasitoids, it's, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, thank you. Bye. Have you seen that William? Is that when they lay their, their their eggs and then they hatch and then it just destroys the... I'm glad nothing does that to us. To us, it would be terrifying. Yeah, so the parasitoid wasp paralyzes the caterpillar for half an hour or so, lays, let's say for the sake of argument, 10 eggs in there, but it could be mm. 20 or 30. And then the caterpillar wakes up and thinks, fine, I'm all right. And then at some point, they all just explode out of the caterpillar. That's a rough one. I think kind of leeches, well, they're not technically an insect, it's an invertebrate, but leeches have always kind of uh, given me the heaps. And I did, yeah. get, did get leeches on me when I was in Vietnam going through a lake. And this is interesting. I woke up in the middle of the night and felt yeah. something on my back. Yeah. Like who, just who was it? It was a leech, just oh. a slimy like kind of leech. And I, I managed to grab it and throw it uh, to the other side of the bedroom. No electricity on in this place. So I just thought I'll throw it as far away as I can and deal with that in the morning. And then in the middle of the night, I heard a commotion and I grabbed my torch 
And I looked in my room, and there's a big Tokay gecko, these huge geckos that you get in uh, in Vietnam, in that part of the world, that, that uh, can give you a good bite if you're a human, was attacking this leech. And clearly the leech was fighting back, and there was blood, my blood, I think, and the leeches all sprayed up the side of the wall. And I thought at that point that I had peed the bed, but I hadn't because the leech's bite contains an anticoagulant, and my bed... I had blood all over it because I had consistently bled throughout the night. I know. It's a horror story. I know, and that's what well, she's talking about, horror films. And that's always given me a little bit of a thing with, with leeches. Not strictly an insect, but... No. What about you? Tell me again what makes an insect an insect. An insect is defined by having six legs and having a head, a middle part, which is called a thorax, and an abdomen. Right. So a butterfly is an insect, but their larva, the caterpillar, isn't no. an insect because it, it doesn't have a, a head, thorax, and abdomen. It's just one long piece. Right. Yeah, I think, well, parasites are the worst, eh? Yeah. Things that sort of live in you and around you. Mm. You know that book that you got me, The Body, that part I'm still body reading? Yeah. Bryson, yeah. Well, there's a part in that where it talks about, actually, you know, whatever weight you are, like more than half of that isn't actually you. It's just things living in you and on you. Incredible. Isn't that mental? Amazing. Tapeworm's uh, a little scary. Again, not an insect, but go on. Yeah. So anything that kind of lays something in you. You know they always say things will go in your ear and lay things in Does that happen? Does that yeah, actually happen? Does it? You. In Africa, my producing partner, yeah. Dave Brady, who you met because you came to do an amazing version of Wild Things in New Zealand, he got a bot fly in his buttock. And when he went back to see his doctor in uh, Canada, the guy said, take a piece of bacon <laughs> and put a tiny piece of bacon underneath a, a plaster, a Band-Aid, yeah. and let the bot fly oh! come out. And then once it rears its head up, have your wife grab it with tweezers and pull it out. And he said yeah. it was massive, like yeah. as big as a gummy bear when he pulled it out in his bottom. Imagine gummy bears did that burrowed their way into your butt. You wouldn't buy them, would you? There's a great quote from David Attenborough. And, you know, however way you feel about theology and religion and all that kind of stuff, you're in your own kind of personal freedoms and everything. But someone had said to Attenborough, how come, as someone who spent your entire life examining nature, do you not see God in these things? Do you not yeah. see God in, in the patterns of a giraffe's? skin or do you not see God in the teeth of a tiger and all that kind of stuff and Attenborough's rebuttal to that said that's fair enough maybe you can see God in those things but if that's the case then you also need to see God in the burrowing parasite that goes into a human's eye and the maggot will eat out the eye on its way out to becoming a fly so if you see God in this and maybe he does maybe he sees God in both uh, yeah. you know? Also, to touch very briefly on parasites for a second, the mosquito being, you know, one of one of the most interesting parasites for human history because it's probably the most influential animal in human history. Killed more humans than all the all the wars mm -hmm. combined. That mosquito has a parasite that lives in its body, which is the parasite that gives us these very dangerous diseases that kill us. The the female mosquito just sucks our blood to make eggs for its young and that's it Unfortunately. 
spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Unfortunately, when it drinks out of stagnant water, a parasite goes up its mouth parts, lives in its body, and uses the mosquito as a parasite, a carrier, to send malaria into other people's bodies. So, of course, mosquitoes get a bad rap. But the mosquito has no idea that it is holding on to malaria and probably doesn't want to if you were to be in a place to be able to ask that mosquito. It has a parasite itself. And that parasite has malaria. That parasite is malaria. It is malaria. Mm. Lives in stagnant water. And uses... Can a mosquito get malaria? No, I don't think it can. It just holds on to it for bigger animals. So the mosquito is a involuntary uh, carrier of malaria in the same way that rats were because rats carried fleas that had the plague. It wasn't the rats that had the plague. It was the fleas that carried them. And that's some of the fantastic knowledge you'll get here on The Friendship Onion. <laughs> Wait, you didn't say your favourite parasitic uh, insect? I don't know the names of any of them. Oh, but there's nothing in particular that stands out that makes you go, Ugh. No, just anything that's sort of... Remember when we were in um, uh, Thailand? Of course I do. And we met a guy and he had a thing living in his leg. Oh, yeah. He'd been there for months and he says it moves around and he says oh. before it moves, he feels where it's going to go. And then it, it, it makes a, a way, and he knows where it's going to uh, go. How does he, like something, I don't want something living in me. No. I'd rather not. But like you said, in terms of the book that you're reading, when you get onto the digestive system, you and I oh, yeah. probably have a whole bunch of parasites living in our digestive system peacefully. If I don't know they're there, I'm all right. But yeah. I don't want it kind of moving around my leg and stuff. Of course you don't, William. Of course nah. you don't. Shall well, we get our guests on? Let's bring on our fantastic guest this week, Sean and CJ, um, who have a wonderful podcast, which is in week three. So it's just beginning. You can check it out. It's called The Black Hat Diaries. Sean, unfortunately, is in Chicago, so he's going to be remote. But CJ's here. Let's bring him on. Let's bring him on. William, we're here. We're joined by Sean and CJ. Can I, can I please read Sean's blurb and you read CJ's blurb? That sounds fantastic. Let's do that, Tom. Right, this is all about Sean Blair Flannery. Who's not in the studio with us. He's on the TV just he's in front in of Chicago, us. He's in Chicago, which I believe Chicago. is the east coast of the United States. The winning say. <laughs> there we go. The easiest way to describe <laughs> Sean Flannery is, colon, he attended the wrong wedding twice. Interesting. We're going to get into that in a second. Okay. That mostly sums it up. Sean Hosting created the Blackout Diaries. He appeared on Comedy Central, NPR, Sirius Radio, and his debut book, Places I Can't Return To, interesting title, was just released. Sean was also named Best Drunk by the Chicago Reader. He and his wife are having different reactions to that award. Fantastic. 
Pissed drunk. That's fantastic. Love right, you want to hear about CJ? Please. Right. CJ <laughs> Sullivan resides in Los Angeles and previously called Chicago his home for many years. CJ has been on Comedy Central and performs in numerous comedy clubs across the country. His writing credentials include projects for A&E Network, Comedy Central, Robert Smeagol, and XM Serious Radios. Sullivan, also a World Series of Poker winner, professional poker player, Garnered the number one comedy album spot on iTunes for his newly released stand-up comedy album called What Am I Complaining About? Everybody should go out and get that right now. Mm. He was chosen as one of the top 12 rising stars to look out for. <laughs> top 12? Mm. That's like you never made the top 10, so yeah. they just stuck another couple on it. Mm. Um, by Chicago Magazine, and he won the Comics Choice Award for Best Comic in Chicago during the pandemic lockdown. CJ performed on his balcony in nightly showbiz yes. for all the applause intended for frontline workers. Yes. Wonderful stuff. Hey, a significantly more substantial introduction to CJ than to Sean. Well, that's because CJ took the time to come into the studio to talk to us and Sean couldn't be asked mm. and stayed in Chicago. <laughs> and then that seems to be the case. Well, gentlemen, welcome. Thank you. Also, welcome. Can, I, can I say just real off the top, you. I love when you guys say the uh, correct or incorrect states of America. I was listening to last week's episode well, and uh, the enthusiasm. Yeah, no, well, we're very yeah, enthused. Of the, uh, sta- of the different states, like, like Chicago, the Windy Apple or whatever you call yeah, it. You know what I mean? like, yeah. <laughs> we never quite get it right because, right. There's, you know, there's 50. And mm. then within those 50, there's all the different cities. Mm-hmm. It's quite a lot to learn. Absolutely. When you didn't get it at school, you know, I learned about European history. So mm. I'm learning every day. I'm uh, yeah, I'm not criticizing. I'm saying I, I love the, uh, well, it's something that we do as well. If, even if you don't know, say it with enthusiasm yeah. together. Oh, yeah. So like it matters, like it, like it is correct. And it, it comes exactly. across beautifully. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, New York is in Massachusetts. Why not? Well, why, guys, why it's lovely to have you both on. Now, do you guys, when you, when you guys do your podcast, you're doing it together, right? Yes. Do you do it in the same room right. or not always? Um, yeah, we're, not, we're not, usually not in the same city, but right. uh, kind of situation like yeah, this. Yeah, I'm usually in Chicago. He's usually... Uh, CJ travels more than I do, so but we usually, once a week, we find a time. It's almost like a couple in therapy. We find a time yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, we record together. And your, and your podcast is called The Blackout Diaries, which deals with moments in which uh, people become blackout drunk. Is that right? Well, yeah, it's kind of just a more of a night, you know, where it got away from you, kind of the story, and it's not like a uh, negative thing. And and, uh, yeah, yeah, we have stand-up comics, plus we have like everyday people on the show. So like in Chicago, it's been a live show in Chicago for over ten years, and we'll have like cops and teachers and nurses tell drinking stories. Right, Right. and Uh to show us when you black out, the science behind it actually is that your your brain just decides to stop recording the events of what's going on. You're aware. You know, but the brain's like, yeah, you're not going to have to remember this. But that's where we come in, <laughs> film the rest of the footage, really, I guess, right. of, the, of that blackout part, and uh, dictate the story of what happens between two and four. So bla- the blackout diaries was started by Sean, but CJ, you've had enough blackouts that you thought you'd be <laughs> someone who could co-host. I just stumbled upon it in a blackout, and he just signed me up, apparently. And that's, you know, I'm here in the studio. Brilliant. And is that a weekly podcast? Can yes, be, it is. Every and Tuesday. Is, just, it, is it one of these ones that people can get wherever they get podcasts? Yeah, wherever we get podcasts. Starburns yes. Audio is putting it out there, but it's, you know, where all pods are told, you know, Apple and Google. Right. Podfather, whatever, whatever they're called, you know, but uh, it's every Tuesday. Third episode just came out today. 
And as you say, it's just when nights get away and they become something strange yes. because you've drunk too much. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of like, a, like we, there's a couple of slogans we're going with. It's like a reverse AA meeting. Mm-hmm. Or if it's kind of, a, I don't know, it's kind of like a, it's a, the best story, like a, you know, a cocktail party, I guess. It's good like, stories. Right, great what, stories. Usually it's yeah. audiovisual. And as Sean said, the, what stands it apart is like there's also, besides comics, it's also regular people that contribute to society, you know, like, <laughs> normal, normal jobs and uh, yeah. good people, and but they have, but they have the best stories, you know. Yeah, your plumbers, lots plumbers of people unfortunately have moments where they've had one or two drinks too many and found themselves a little uh, f- uh, kind of forgetful in the morning mm. of certain stints of time. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like you said, I've, I very often remember re- will remember the start and possibly the end, and then there's bits in between that you think, well, how did I get from that? Bar to my house. Mm-hmm. That's when you come in, Billy. Yeah, I tell you. <laughs> I'll let you know. Hey, Sean. So how come? What's this about? You went to the wrong wedding twice. Yeah. Was it your wedding? Uh, it was not my <laughs> wedding, thankfully. Good. That's good. Um, I've never been a details man. And the thing you got to keep in mind, I'm. I don't know if this is uh, true where you guys grew up, but in America, wedding invitations have highly stilted, almost archaic language. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be like, you know, the parent, and they use like everyone's legal names and I don't even know my buddy's legal names. (laughs) So like, I just find them, I kind of just find them confusing and I just sort of like bottom line it and I'm like, oh, okay. It's, I just assume they're always in Cleveland because that's where I'm from. Right. So I once flew back to Cleveland and uh, right before the wedding, I found out it was actually in Kentucky and that I had not read the invitation properly. Oh. So you didn't go to that one. But you're dressed for a wedding and you, you're well, you like, I'm still it. going to a wedding. So you had the, the you had the actual <laughs> address, but you just missed out the you, you the Kentucky part. So you saw like 114 <laughs> yeah. Springfield Road or something. I found out, I was like, what church is this? I've never heard of this church. I called somebody who was in the wedding and they're like, well, it's right downtown. And I'm like, where? And they're by the river. I'm like, there's no river downtown <laughs> <No>. Akron. <laughs> and then that's when I found out it was in Lexington, Kentucky, and I was in the wrong state. <laughs> what did you do? Did you just go out for a little night yourself? I, I did. I had a, a date with me. I remember the person I was talking to laughing at the top of long, my, her lungs when she yeah. found out I had a date with me that I was now going to have to explain, mm. like, we're in the wrong state. Oh, no. But, yeah, we just went out. We had a great time, Shut honestly. It. You know, to be honest with you, the only disadvantage to flying to the wrong state for a wedding uh. is that every wedding you go to for the rest of your life, when you show up, like, your cousins and your friends all make a, like, hey, you're in the right state. Like, yeah, they all make yeah, a big yeah, production yeah. about the fact that you actually made it to the right state. Right. Yeah, you gave him material. What What about the time, though, when you were at a wedding and you you gave the gift to the couple, like, to put it in a gift box at a well, couple? Well, so that one, I was in the right state for that one, but the wrong wedding. Okay. I, so it was one of those uh, venues where they have multiple weddings. It's like a big hotel. They have yeah. multiple weddings going on at the same time. And I only knew the wedding party. So I walk in and the wedding party's still doing photographs. I'm like, oh, okay, they're not back yet. And I put my gift in the gift box and uh, the wedding party comes in like a half hour later. I'm at the bar and I see like, oh my God, I'm at the wrong wedding again. Like I don't recognize oh. any of these people. <laughs> And, and he my, wonders why they introduce gift. him with, hey, you made the right wedding this time. Well, it's a constant thing with you. <laughs> so I had to get the uh, the wedding planner to get my gift out because you know, I, I was like, well, I can't uh, go to the real wedding without my gift. That's brilliant. You know, Dom once, uh, we, we were in 
uh, LA before I lived here. And he had friends who were having a fancy dress party. And he said, but, you know, you want to come along to this? And I said, yeah, yeah. What will we go as? He said, well, let's go as a sort of couple, you know, a famous mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And we came up with uh, Batman and Robin. Goes Batman. He said, what do you <laughs> want to be? I said, well, I want to be Batman. All right, of course. That's so the- I got the Batman. He's got the Robin. We went to a bar first and oh, everybody's laughing and joking. We're Batman and Robin. We went to the party. It was fancy dress, but it was a, a what do they call it? It was classical prom attire. Prom. It was a prom attire mm. uh, fancy dress. <laughs> so everybody's all dressed mm-hmm. as prom, and we're Batman and Robin. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good night. Yeah, yeah you should have won a Spider Man. <laughs> he was high school level. Right? I knew it was classic prom attire. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I kept that from Billy because I knew that if I said to Billy, it's classic prom attire, but I want to go as Batman and Robin, Billy would right. say, no, well, let's not do that. But it was very funny. We went to the standard hotel beforehand. Mm, we did. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great night out. Yeah. We got invited at the, the standard hotel. Someone said they were making a pornography movie. That's right. <laughs> really? And they asked us if we wanted to be involved. Yeah. Without knowing like and who we were, that's just a check-in because yeah. they have the they have the woman behind the the desk there, you know, and yeah. the, uh, I mean, that, behind the wall behind the glass, or whatever. That, that was Butt weird. Man. You could have been Buttman, <laughs> <laughs> Buttman and Dobbin. So you guys said yes. We just kept the mask on. That's all. It was. You had a free breakfast with it. Well, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot to unpack. Um, Sean, you've also got a book. Places I can't return to. Is this associated with uh, being inebriated? <laughs> Uh, some of it is. Some of it are. Some of them are just places that are gone. You know, like uh-huh. that don't exist anymore. Uh-huh. So it's just a collection of funny stories. Some are drinking stories. Some are like old family stories. You know, it's a. Some are jobs that I got fired from. Had nothing to do with drinking. You know, so just different places that have asked me not to return for one reason or another. Uh, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. I've read the. I've read the book, and, and I've and I've known it for years. <laughs> They're all somehow related to drinking. Get jo- jobs you got fired from. Yes, because you were drinking. From yeah, from drinking. Yeah. From doing, you know, or the job interview from a, a days beforehand of uh, of an absolute bender. What's what's you guys' tipple normally? Well, or are you not fussy? Sean likes to bring not fussy. Yes, yeah, Sean brings Go his ahead. own customs to the bars. He likes to um, bring a briefcase, as they say, as he says, which is his own to, to not pay for a tab. You know, so he'll bring his own. Um, oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a orthodox. Yeah, it was a little kind of a wet bar because he has a certain drinking budget that his wife gave him, and then so he, to keep <laughs> under it. He has a briefcase and he'll like have an assortment of different drinks that he knows each bar serves and then he'll in a suit like at midnight acting like he's doing business with Japan, like doing a business call, like it was briefcase and, and he opens up and he's got like a full wet bar in there. You can save a lot of money that way. Yeah. Wow. So then in that case, you're you're showing your order like a club soda or a or a tonic water, but then you'll bring your own gin. Is that the idea? Sorta. Of. What I'll usually do is um when I'm doing that is I'll, I'll order a gin and tonic. And then I'll just kind of refill it myself throughout the night. Mm-hmm. So I, I usually, you know, it's a little suspicious if you're just all of a sudden acting completely rowdy and you haven't ordered a single drink yeah. from the bar. Uh, yeah. So you're I usually right. no, order a couple throw drinks from the bus bar. Like that, but uh, yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. if you, if not you, picky is what, you're, what we're trying to say. If yeah. you if you own a bar in Chicago and you see Sean coming in, please know that in his bag he'll have his own bottle of gin. <laughs> yeah. So I would say search that bag if you would. Yeah. Just uh, going back but, but, to your, wait, your, we didn't get CJ's. Uh, all oh, right, that's right. Let's just do that. 
No, no, no. I, I, I think that covers it all. I'm actually. Well, so yeah, you're yeah. not fussy. You'll anything. Right. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I was just going to say, mm. I just remembered the story there, uh, talking about your, your wedding story there, Sean, that um, my wife's uh, dad, uh, I don't know if it's the same over here, but if you live in a city like uh, Chicago or Los Angeles, but where we are in Glasgow, there's a obituary page where, where if you if you die, then your family puts a little thing in, saying you know, uh, Don Monaghan is dead, mm. and uh, he died peacefully. Well, that's also well, it's also <laughs> dumb, and uh, the funeral's going to be at this place at that time, you know. Mm. And as you get older in Scotland, you you read this page. Because, you know, yeah. your friends are, some of them are catch leaving, up. you know what I mean? Right, catch up on your old buddies. So he's he's reading it and, oh, Elizabeth Elizabeth Gordon. Elizabeth Gordon's died. Mm. Oh, and he's saying to his wife and, and said, oh, the funeral's on, on Thursday. I'll, I'll go along. So he gets his suit on and, all, and, he, and he goes off to the funeral and he's saying hello to everybody and that and they have the funeral and... To go back afterwards. Oh, please come back. We're going to have steak pie and a drink. And he has a steak pie and a drink and all that. And says goodbye to Elizabeth Gordon. And then a couple of weeks later, he's he's in he's in the local store, like you know the local Vons kind of supermarket. And there's Elizabeth Gordon walking up this up right. the, and he he says Elizabeth, and she says yeah. He says I was I was at your funeral and and. <laughs> It was another Elizabeth Gordon. Oh, God, he should have <laughs> Come on. He went, he went to a funeral. <laughs> oh, so he went to it anyway. There's he went no... to the whole yeah. thing, yeah. said hello, had spent the whole day with him. Steak pie. Went back to the house, had steak pie <laughs> to someone he'd never, ever met. Right. But some but funerals, <laughs> maybe that's why the yeah. Catholics uh, started doing open caskets, is right. just to avoid <laughs> this confusion. <laughs> you can check. And funerals are some of the best times there are to have them mm. when it comes well, to your This is some can, of the best drinking there is. Yeah, you absolutely. got a steak pie as well. Yeah. It's quite nice. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, do you guys also do stand up? There's a bit of um CJ does. He's all over the he's all oh, over the yeah, country. We both do stand country. Up. That's right. Yeah. Because... How does that go? It goes. I go mall to mall across this country and uh do the jokes. <laughs> how often how, like how much do you do? I know it's well it depends, obviously, whenever whatever's uh whatever the work is doing it. Well I was in I was in a mall in Ontario, California last weekend, mm -hmm. which is about an hour outside the city. You did it here. in a shopping mall. Yeah, you know, and I'm, but now I'm I'm moved up to the great mall of America next weekend in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. I'll get lost in that mall and then what, uh, what time's the show? So well, the the food court closes at seven and then the show's at uh, seven thirty, right afterwards. <laughs> well, so, what seven thirty till nine type thing? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's okay. Yeah. Is it really? Are you are you being honest? I well, the club's in the mall. It's not in the mall. mall. Like it's not like I'm in the food court. So there's, a, cl there's a club in the mall. Oh yeah, we're attached to the mall. That's all. That's all America is. But this is mall, now. you got to understand, this mall is like bigger than an airport. Mm. It's not like your normal vision of CJ. Explain there's this. There's an mall. airport inside this mall. That's how big this mall is. Wow. It's, it's very <laughs> much of America. Yeah, no, there is. There's like a roller coaster in it and like all kinds of shooting. And galleries. then they've got a comedy. Club. And then of course comedy. Club. I think there might be two clubs in it. Actually, it's so big. That's crazy. Yeah, and then, see, when you go out to do these stand-ups, mm -hmm. do you like? Are you gone for like a month? Or do you just end and out? Yeah, usually I'll go like, to the weekend and come back or whatever. But sometimes if it's like towns are close to each other, I'll go out there for a couple of weeks, a couple of months or whatever. I'm not like on a tour bus or anything like that. Like, mm. uh, But um, yeah, you go out there and you see you see this beautiful country. And mm. uh, 
all the real people where COVID didn't hit. You know? What's what's been the most effective way thus far for you to uh, deal with hecklers? Deal with hecklers? What's the most effective way? You're like, wow, that is the best way to do it. Ah, uh, well, it's it's not it's not hard to deal with hecklers. They're usually just uh, usually drunk. They're, yeah, they're very drunk and uh, they don't have a microphone. What I do, you don't tell them you're from Los Angeles. That's for sure. I would rather they they you know, yeah, they they just can't handle it. They can't handle it. Like they don't. They don't like. They don't like. They don't like the the words. They don't like hearing about it. You know. Right. So right. I just go. Or is it kind of like how the other half lives? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just I don't. know. It's just what they're told about Ella. You know. What I mean, right. it's like it just it just enrages them. It's so Makes them angry. Well, yeah, it really does. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How, how how did you guys meet? You and Sean in Chicago. We came up doing comedy together in Chicago. And oh really? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, for a year, yeah, years ago. Tons of uh, you don't do as much of that now, Sean. Uh, I do, um, but I'm mostly, you know, I have three kids and I have two weekly shows here in Chicago, so he I don't travel the, as much as yeah. CJ. He was part of the other people I was saying that contribute to society. You know, he has a family, right, jobs right. and things like that. But yeah, he runs the Blackout Diaries live show at the Lincoln Lodge on Friday. Yeah, so we're Friday like, uh, the Blackout Diaries were, uh, is a live show every single Friday here in Chicago. Uh-huh. And then uh, I also have a weekly show on Wednesdays. So I'm, I don't travel as much as CJ, but I, I'm usually performing, you know. Most nights, right? But it seems like a different venue each night because he's different because he's drunk. You right. know, so every time you show up, it's a different audience. <laughs> him, so. Blacked out there. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so, so the, the blackout diaries on a Friday night. Are you bringing people up from the audience after slightly vetting them to have them tell their story of blackout adventures? You know, we when we first started, we mm-hmm. would let people just get up and um, tell a story, and that last about three people before we're like, okay, we can never do this again. You know, like, I think one of the last people we let do that, I I honestly was like, I feel like I have to call the police after what this man just said. So (laughs) we usually, we invite people to tell stories, but they have to pitch it to us in advance. And we have to like, make sure it's like appropriate to say in front of a room full of people. And it's one of those, uh, one of Sean's talents is that he'll be out there doing doing the, doing the legwork during mm-hmm. the uh, during the off night show nights and like oh I got a perfect guy for I got a perfect guy for the blackout diaries that's usually haunting words like oh fuck who, uh, did, no. you, who did you meet you know <laughs> and it was like you know some some <laughs> some he's a male man but he used to work for the CIA he claims <laughs> you know one of those things you and, meet a lot of great liars yeah, in Chicago and, uh, like you know like and, they claim which we're not they against. used to have these weird jobs. Yeah, we're not against yeah. liars. They're usually very entertaining. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I love blatant liars. I'm sure it makes for a great show. Mm-hmm. And you're also <laughs> a professional poker player. <laughs> well, I got to update that re- uh, bio a little bit. But oh, so not anymore. <laughs> I used to, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I haven't, um, I still play a little bit, but not as, uh, certainly. You can't, you can't dedicate your, uh, you have to dedicate, you can't dedicate half your time to poker or half your time to comedy or half your time to blacking out, really. You uh, got to focus yeah. on well, gonna be a thing. Yeah, you got to, uh, <laughs> right, exactly. That's why I'm blacked out. Yeah. Or math class. You can't, or the other half of, yeah, right, right. Where I would uh, add that up. But um, yes, no, I, I did win a, a circuit event. I used to be, um, pretty much into it now it's then I just then I was like yeah I don't think I want to hang around these people for the rest of my life you know like these uh, well, card, well, card well, players you meet a lot of great characters but also like this, I don't know if this is a way to to go uh, about so now I'm is on there, the road doing blackout shows are they kind <laughs> of can you make generalized negative connotations towards professional poker players sure I can make negative connotations towards anyone if you give me a give me yeah. a chance what, I mean, well, what's the deal so with the professional of, poker uh, circuit that's not great well you know it's just like uh, it's a can, de- de- degenerate is a uh, it's a fun word <laughs> to say of course yeah. it is a fun 
see any, uh, characters, but like it's like uh, I don't know. It's kind of like how how rats they don't really attack each other, but they will if they have to survive. Mm-hmm. Kind of a world like um, I don't know. It's a lot of monster energy you drinks and hoodies, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. sunglasses indoors, right and kind now, of you know yeah. just those situations and like uh, sweats, the hygiene. It's not a lot of up hours, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a lot of felt and. Stale oh. cigarettes. Did you, ever, did you ever play with Jennifer Tilly? No, I have not. She can play. She, she's, she's great. She, yeah, she's good. Absolutely. Yeah. Love Jennifer Tilly. She's the best. Yeah. She was on Craig Ferguson one night and I got a chance to say hello to her and possibly the sweetest voice of all mm-hmm. time. I know. That yeah, voice is adorable. Right? Yeah. I love Tyler's voice. And also. very, very good at poker. Really? Yes. Snake yeah. eyes. Yep. She's really good. And she, she was actually in a great, that great gambling movie, Let It Ride with... Uh, yeah. I can't keep up Trifus. with it. So... It, Texas Hold'em was the game that you were playing, right? Back then, yeah. That's like the the flop and the river. Right. And then everyone it? got good at it. And right. Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly's whooping everyone's ass. You know, yeah. like it's time yeah. to get out of this. It's time to-, to get out of this game. Tobey Maguire, I suppose. Yeah, they used to run a game. Ben Affleck. Him and Leo. Did you see Molly's game? Of course, yeah. Nice movie, right? It was. Very good movie. Very <laughs> well written, yeah. And um, <laughs> Some interesting characters in there. Some based on real life, right? Absolutely, yeah. She took over that game, apparently. That Ooh. was like the thing. That, I think that, I don't know if that was Tobey Maguire and Leo's game, and then she like took it over or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That would have been nice. Because um, actor, actors are usually the worst poker players because they're so animated with ooh. their expressions and their face. So when they, <laughs> they try to act like they're bluffing, they go, they really like, you know, that's not how you uh, lie in real life. Yeah, they, they know how to lie in acting life, you yeah, know, which yeah. is <laughs> very f- obvious. Sean, what made you uh, get, um, well, win best drunk in the... Uh, great city of Chicago. What did you do? Did you fall in front of a moving bus or something? <laughs> so, you know, it, it's interesting that you bring that up and it's interesting the way different people have interpreted that. So that was by the Chicago Reader and they wanted to do this novelty thing then. They, they thought the end of year awards were becoming boring and rather than say somebody's the best comic or even the best car wash in Chicago, they came up with these like little esoteric awards to say it in so many words. So Mm. rather than calling me the best comic in Chicago, they call me the best drunk. Like when that first happened, that was uh, several years ago. Like I would be almost, it's almost like uh, when you're like a heavyweight champion and like I've heard that people want to fight them like when they go Mm. to bars. Like I was confronted over that. People would be like, oh, you know, you think you're the best drunk in Chicago? Well, I've ruined three marriages. You know, I've totaled (laughs) five cars. I'm a much, you know, and well, then you're like, well, I don't know that that does mean you're a better drunk. Yeah, um, it's a different interpretation of the word best. Yeah, right. it's worse, it's, isn't it? sounds like a horrible yeah. drunk. Actually. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Actually, you should be in prison. Yeah. I think you'd be a happy-go-lucky drunk. He drunk. really is a great uh, positive drunk. Oh, yeah, I am. Sure, I am. Yeah. What do you guys think about uh, drunk yeah, I, history? Uh, do you guys? Have yeah, you guys yeah, fantastic seen show, show. Of course. It? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's great. No, a lot of people are doing that. It's a great show. What's the name of the guy who kind of started it? The guy who stars in it quite a bit? Oh, ben Franklin, I believe it was. That guy's hilarious. <laughs> good knowledge, good knowledge, I'll see you. Well done. Thank you. What's your favorite joke? <laughs> well, that's a tough one. <laughs> I don't care. You're here for the tough questions. Do you want to hear mine? I do, because I know that that's exactly why you asked that question. Exactly. I only watched... <laughs> I just heard... A, I only watched in Scotland. I just heard... A, Oh, go on, Sean. You do just, yours first. Well, I was going to say, I just heard a great Irish joke, and I right. wish I could do an Irish accent. Oh, I can't. Um, but this was told to me uh, from a friend who was visiting from Ireland. Please do uh, the accent anyway. Yeah, though. do it. Do the accent. Uh, no, I can't. Just oh, do I'm it. so bad at accents. Come on. I can't. But yeah, so the one guy is at the end of the, the pub, and he's like, where are you from? 
And he's like, I'm from uh, County Cork. He's like, get out of here. I'm from County Cork. He's like, where, where in County Cork? He's like, oh, I'm from Tremont Street. Get out of here. I'm from Tremont Street. Like, what, what's your address? And he's like, oh, I'm 5'2 Tremont. He's like, get out of here. I'm 5'2 Tremont. He's like, which of the, which of the levels were you? Basement level. Get out of here. I'm basement level. And then the bartender turns to a, a visitor who just came in. He goes, well, the McGinty twins are at it again. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was a great Irish accent. I don't know what you're talking about. That was amazing. Absolutely nailed it. <laughs> let's, let's, hear, let's hear it. Come on. Right. right. This is tough. It's in a Scottish accent. Scottish accent again. <laughs> right. I'll do this. I'll do the accent, Sean. Yeah, do. I'll do it. All right. He's not afraid. <laughs> He's got experience with him. He's not afraid. When I was younger, I had a trumpet tree in my garden, but a man from the council came and rooted to toot. <laughs> <laughs> Come is, on, that, Sean! That is an accent-heavy joke. It's very, very, very localized. <laughs> I want to see Sean try that on Friday at his club. Yeah. You've got to do the Sean. accent, Sean. Yeah, that would play in the malls. I, I will. That would play in the malls, <laughs> yeah. all right. He rooted to toot. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> what about you, CJ? Have you got like a, a, a fallback I'm, fo- I'm not following Rooty Toot Toot. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a tough one to It made me if he would have held that to the end, I would have tossed <laughs> some jokes out, but no way. Billy and Dom eat the world. Since we're all here with a background of the Blackout Diaries, should we eat? Stroke, drink the world. Yes. Because yes. then we can really do yeah. a deep dive into this because I think this has been one of the more anticipated. You have been really wanting to try this because people have told you it's so awful. I haven't, I haven't. We were gifted uh, some bottles of this thing, which we'll bring in in a second, I would say about two or three months ago. And okay. when we recently went to a convention in Chicago, a bunch of people said to both Billy and I, you, you have to try this thing. It's up. absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you, you guys have... <laughs> and no, that's the perfect tagline for yeah. it. You have to try it. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah. I'm, and I'm you pretty sure you're talking about our corporate sponsor at yeah. the show. It's exactly, it's exactly <laughs> what they're talking about. And it's coming out. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Malort. Is Let's right? all try Malort. <laughs> and we'll try it in the style of CJ and Sean. Yes. Root toot toot. Let's get it going. Are you root toot toot? So every week we try and ask our guests to bring something that they either have a, an affinity with or something they grew yeah. up with or something closely associated with themselves or their city. This feels perfect. Mm-hmm. This you guys, is Chicago, isn't is it? Is Malort something that you guys do as a joke to drink now? Or will you to be honest with you, yeah, it? it's a Chica- it's kind of a Chicago tradition. It's horrible. And it's <laughs> and you always get outsiders to do it. Like you gotta try it and then they never just to see the pain in her face. It's kind of like an initiation going to Chicago, but right. it 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 does taste it it kicks better, hits better. When it's like minus five degrees outside. Ah, uh, when it's cold. Oh, really? Yeah, I put yeah, my specs yeah, on. Sure. Billy, it's, you didn't remind me to put my specs put on. Put your specs oh. on. Well, I read out this little bit here. That's Malort on me too. is a herbal liquor whose flavor has been described as everything from fermented grapefruit mm-hmm. to burnt carpet. What the hell? Or even nail polish remover. People oh love it or they hate it. Oh, it's yeah. usually a hate it. Yeah. But in Chicago, they keep drinking it all the same. Uh, we even have a Malort hot sauce. That's right. Come on, let's try it. Where is it? Absolutely. Well, while it's coming in, hang right. on, Shanti's bringing it in. Oh. Just to try and explore this um, hornet's nest with our American guests, the word herbal, Terrible, you pronounce yeah. as herbal, right? 
At one point was that herbal. When was the H dropped? When did yeah, you guys become question. Jamaican? Because there is an H. I, think it's, <laughs> I, I hear both. I feel. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, for Herb, sure. Is it certain parts herbal of the country? Herbal is will probably say herbal. more common, but I, I feel like you hear, hear both. Herbal. CG, maybe you could tell us why, uh, why Shanti has just well, handed f- us a, a boiled egg and a fork. The food is a hard-boiled egg. Um, oh, my God. As, why? As it's known as a, a boneless chicken dinner. Right. As it's, uh, <laughs> um, we used to... Uh, <laughs> one of the great... Th- me and Sean, not only did we come up with uh, comedy together, we used to do a... Uh, uh, internet radio you, show Shanti. before it was even called podcast called The Visitor's Locker Room. It was uh, called what? The Visitor's Locker Room. It was kind of a uh, sports comedy thing. <laughs> it was right? a sports okay. show. Way, yeah, it was very... Uh, well, not even to talk about. But we would go to a bar, this great dive bar in Chicago called Richard's. Right. When it's an amazing bar and they would... Um, kind of bar where you would... Uh, you could still smoke inside. He's still doing it now. It's like not like legal. Actually, one time we saw a girl complain about the smoke and they kicked her out oh, right, of the yeah. bar. It was one of those <laughs> kind of great things. the right to serve anyone. Absolutely. Right. But, and they would serve and they would serve these boneless chicken dinners. That's how they would advertise it. Really? It was the only food they would have. And what would yeah. that be? Just boiled eggs? Just hard boiled eggs. So that would be our... Just like uh, this? Not pickled? Absolutely just, not. Yep. Just an egg. A little salt. You know, and a little... Uh, uh, I can't. I can't even look over at you guys now. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, now you guys, so they it was were a, weirdly you, cheap. You, I think they were like seventy-five cents 75 in like cents two thousand and fifteen. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a, it's an egg, it's a chicken egg. Well, that, that's quite good. That's there's a bar next to where I live, and they give you free hot dogs. Really? Yeah. Nice. I don't know how long those guys have been in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like boiled hot dogs, just right. sitting there. One of my favorite traditions <laughs> about Spain, where my brother and my, and my parents live, is is obviously the tapas thing. And I remember asking my dad, "Oh God, don't Billy." <laughs> Turning my stomach. I remember asking my mum and dad about that a while ago. And in the oh, south God. of Spain, supposedly the idea is you get your drink, mm-hmm. let's say your little glass of beer or your glass of wine, and they'll put maybe some olives or a little bit of bread, something like that, yeah. on a saucer. And that yeah. saucer will stop something going in your drink or stop someone from coming along and feeling like maybe that drink has been finished. You put your little saucer on there. So the tapas thing in that part of Spain, supposedly was created to stop maybe flying insects getting you drink, oh. but also as a little placeholder. Mm. Do you know what I mean? This is my drink type thing. But, insects. Yeah, insects. Do you think that's why, William, what you're doing? Do you think that's why the egg... Yes, oh, no. that. I dropped my egg in my malort. <laughs> so she... <laughs> Somehow the egg the egg made the malort worse and the malort made the egg worse. <laughs> both... My mum was here. That was Look fantastic. That, she would have walked out. <laughs> ah, that is fantastic. Tom, there's an egg in my malort. <laughs> <laughs> I might have invented something here. My mom, I think I get my my slight uh, trepidation with eggs from my mum, but my mum could not be around people mm. eating eggs. I was at LAX months ago, and a couple sat down at the gate that I was uh, flying from as well, and they opened up a little Tupperware box and started eating boiled eggs, and they cleared out the gate. Really? The gate just stood up and walked <laughs> off, and they didn't. They did not give a rat's ass at all. I like a boiled egg. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know if you, I don't know how. I've never heard such a. I don't know how much you know, but I'm a bit weird. He he won't eat eggs that someone else has cooked. Any eggs? Any style eggs? Generally not. That anyone else has cooked? Maybe my parents or people that I love have eaten Billy's eggs before, but I have to trust them. You know what I mean? So if you're at a diner, you'll you'll ask you'll ask to go behind the counter and go ahead and pick up (laughs) pick up a quick shift. (laughs) Yeah, cook yourself an omelet. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I'll continue on, Billy, about Jepson's Malort for a second. Jepson's Malort is Chicago's version of (laughs) Bresk. Branvin. 
Is that, wait a minute, that sounds Swedish, Dom. Hang on, it's a Swedish-style schnapps yeah, distilled itself. with the flavour of wormwood, <laughs> which is not good. The word itself is actually just Swedish word for wormwood. Besk, That's right, wormwood. Besk Brandvin. The drink was first used as a medicine in the Middle Ages. Much later, Malort made its way to Chicago by way of one particular Swedish immigrant, Carl Hjepsen. Are we going to try this, Malort? Well, mine has got an egg in it, Dom. Oh, God. I'm so going to still drink have an it. eggy Malort. Yeah. yeah. William, you're a disgrace. It will not make it taste worse. Hey. It will not taste worse. No, absolutely. I think it will answer. I, I, we definitely need a name for what you just invented. You know, <laughs> you've come up, the first thing that comes out of your mouth after you do that will be what this invention you call. Ooh. And then, do you know, three or four years from now, when we go to bars in All Chicago, right. everybody's drinking these yes. guys. Yes. Malort. <laughs> soon to be named. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's all have a Billy Boyd. All right, I'm going to try this. Um, Sean, you've not got him a lot. No, you're just watching. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know we Don't were having yeah, 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 one. Yeah, yeah. No, I that's all right. one, but... And I do the old... Oh, it's mm -hmm. just pure alcohol, isn't it? Yeah, it's... Uh, Oh, yeah, yes. it's actually not as high in alcohol content as you would think. That's one of the reasons why people like yeah, to no, shoot it's it. A, is it's actually a low thinner. alcohol Very content. Bitter. Mm -hmm. Very bitter. William, give it a go. Very bitter, and it's going to get more bitter as the aftertaste right. grows. It's one of the few drinks that gets worse with time. He likes it. No, I don't think he does. I do like it. No, I can tell. Do I, it, I know. You, know you can tell when he likes it, when, when, when someone fake likes it, too. But, you know, you can tell when... The, the I, very I, odd, I, yeah. I don't like. And what I, I do, one out of one out of twenty, it'll catch you like that, and next thing you know, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> and I like the smell of the egg as mm. I drink oh, it. I just like did. to feel you, the. Egg. Do you know what I'm going to call Article. it? Mm. Yes, here we go. Sour smelly iceberg. Sour smelly iceberg. Sour smelly iceberg. Well, because it's, it's, it's definitely sour. It's yeah. a sour taste, mm -hmm. and it's smelly. Sour mm. smelly, and butter. it looks like a little iceberg there. Look. That could have sunk the Titanic. Yeah. Look at that a there. Sewer, <laughs> sewer, sewer, but is sewer that smelly bird. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll just call it a, a smelly no. ice. A smelly ice. Smelly ice. Smelly ice. Yeah. Right? There you go. Now um, we got have it. you guys had Campari before? Or smelly iceberg. Yeah, yeah of course. Campari. Oh, I love yeah, Campari. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There's a, there's a little bit of the bitterness of a, of a straight Campari yeah. in there. I don't enjoy mm -hmm. it. It oh, tastes like chemicals. There's a lot of there's a lot of bitterness of not not just alcohols that are in there. Like like you said, there's paint thinners, there's oh, ashtrays. There's you can't drink that. Straight over the course up of pollution. Night. No, it's not. That's no, so more of a digestif. It's a. What we'll uh, do at the live show though, which is fun, oh. is mm. we give everyone in the audience a taste of this, mm. and whoever can describe it best, usually like the PR person from a lord is there, and whoever can describe it best gets a free shirt at every show. A lord shirt. Wait, hold on then. I did a classic Chicago way too where you, you do the cheers like you're going to drink it, then you don't drink it and just watch the outsiders drink it and get, see their pain and then name it. Oh, that's a, what uh, you did too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, on the other hand, placed an egg, egg in it. So that, yes, you did. And what, so what I'm trying to say is congratulations. You got Thank you. A, you got yourself a second one. And absolutely. Let me need, try it need, without the egg. Need, yeah, try it without the egg. See if you can come up with a second name. But that's not your invention. Your invention is the smelly iceberg. Which the I smelly iceberg. Please Stinks have them on Friday at your club, Sean. Hold on. Smells of egg. I, I will mention that, and I'm sure the people from Malort are going to send you guys some more gifts after seeing this. Yeah, and, great. And the, word, and the word gifts are in quotes. Okay, yeah. here we go. For a second. <laughs> Don't second need any more Malort, but a Malort t-shirt I would rock. Of course. I would take Malort. Small. I would take yeah. Malort. You know what it's like? It's like drinking perfume, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> drinking perfume. Now, that's beautiful. Isn't right. it? I mean, because yeah. it's quite flowery. <laughs> now, if there's but an egg... 
then there's something like as if they put some poison in it. Yeah. So it's slowly <laughs> killing you. Yes. After yes. you've drunk the perfume. It's poison, but you still know you have like 45 minutes till you have to do the anecdote. You know? Like, yeah. You gotta, like, I, I got time. I'm, I'm, I'm right. You know, right. I'm not, I don't have to rush to the hospital, but we got. We should get there. We should, Ooh, we should pencil it in. It's strong. Now, Dom, if there's, an, if there's an egg on the shirt, do you have to make that shirt in order to be able to wear it? Is it is, how far does this egg... I'm, I'm really fascinated by no, the, I'm okay with making your own eggs. Making me a t-shirt with an egg on it. All right. It's just... Um, it's, it's when... Eggs themselves are being made by people. I, I have to kind of know the process. Maybe if I watch them in the kitchen, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I would have to see if there was. Hold on. Oh, eggy malort, but. <laughs> oh, God, really. oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're getting cocky with it. It went sure. in your, it's in <laughs> yep. your eyes it'll, after a while. It's not done. That's the thing with malort. It's not done with you just no. because you're, you're done with it. I would just. That's what it is. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah mm -hmm. You live with it for right. a long time. Also, <laughs> I, would, I would describe a kind of a fetid stench in the air now mm. in this room yeah, yeah. A, of egg and, and malort melting. Yeah. That's why you got to come in studio. I don't know shows. if I'd want to get drunk on it. No. no, 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 no. Because I think no. like the next day you'd be living with that. Well, that's the thing with it. That's why it's so painful. You, you, you know, you do it to get it out of the way, mm, and yeah. then you can just put it aside. Okay, it's done with. You check it off the okay, list. Rough. Now let's get into the straight eighteen. You know, whiskey and cokes. So well, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm cool. still not done with the egg thing and you yeah. because mm -hmm. I'm like CJ. It's kind of uh, right? weird. This is crazy. I love like, it. Like, I couldn't I think of something that is more hygienic than somebody boiling you an egg because mm. it's got a cover on it. No All one's right. touched that. Yeah. yeah. No one in the world has touched the inside of that egg. Yeah, no. I, I so when you peel it, it, you are the first person to ever have. In fact, remember this, Sean, when, uh, when you order uh, a smelly iceberg, mm -hmm. The person places the egg in themselves. Don't have the barman do it. No, yeah. You get it with the shell okay. on, and then de -shell it. you deshell it. The shell goes into a bucket mm. next to the bar, mm. and that is used uh, for the nearby farms because mm. it will help the soil. Love it, calcium. <laughs> so why would that? Why would that bother you? The nearby Chicago bar farms. I don't necessarily think there's any logic associated. No, with it. I none. think I've uh, I've ingested my mother's fear. Of mm. eggs, and I don't think there's a huge amount of uh, logic with my mum's fear of eggs either. But there's a. I'll continue on, William, with this little blurb for a second because it's an then. interesting thing here. It says a handy map shows all the bars and stores that sell malort, which uh, malort, which is heavily tilted towards Chicago. You'll find places around the country like Washington D.C. and Baltimore, and one bar in, in Copenhagen. But Chicago is the world capital of malort consumption. But that's only true because several generations of Chicagoans passed it down. We're a city of immense pride, so we embrace traditions, even when they taste terrible. Indeed, one of Chicago's neighborhood bars, Scofla, Scofla, has Malort on tap. Oof. Rumor has it their Malort cocktail is actually <laughs> enjoyable. Color me skeptical, says Johnny Clues. Yeah, so. Jesus. Wow. It's, have you guys actually got drunk on Malort, or have you just had it as a shot and then jumped on No, you're usually very drunk when you have Malort, too. It's not yeah. a starting off thing, but I would like to see that on tap. That's fascinating. I, yeah. I, would, I would imagine you pour it out, it would go back up inside the tap sometimes. Like it, uh, it would get scared uh, and terrified. And we have a... Head back We have a friend... Uh, remember Sam Meckling? I don't know if you remember yes. uh, the invention Sam Meckling made, but you know how like they have chilled Jaeger? Yeah. Like yeah. those those bars, bars right. and chill Jaeger? Yeah. 
He did like an anti thing for that where it had Malort, but it heated it up to 105, which okay. he said was the internal temperature of a wolf. And then he worked at a bar where he would serve hot Malort. Oh my <laughs> It was God. disgusting. That's crazy. Yeah, that's what kind of started the slogan thing itself, right? When Sam would write all these awful slogans for it and they sent him a cease and desist. And they're like, no, I'm a fan. I, I actually enjoying this. That's why uh, this is a descriptive. And then like they wind up hiring him as a PR man. Like, all right. Tell them, tell them everyone it's like driving with a top down in Gary, Indiana. You know, right, like that's right. what it was. And then they use it as their ad, ad campaign. So. That's yeah. what it says here. Yeah. yeah, it says Chicago and Malort will always be intertwined, uh, but it's still really a cult drink. Jepson's doesn't have the budget for print advertising, mm -hmm. but cult followers have created their own slogans and commercials. So people are making their own commercials. Yes. This thing. Yes. I mean, that's brilliant, man. I love that. It's like Marmite. You know. We have a very um, polarizing spread in England, I don't know if you guys have mm -hmm. ever uh, seen it, called Marmite, M-A-R-M-I-T-E, mm -mm. in Britain, I should say. It is the uh, the end of the beer-making uh, industry uh, collects a whole bunch of spent or dead, probably, yeast, and it's like a dark brown, almost black sludge, mm. which at some point, someone must have dipped their finger in and tasted, and it's extremely salty, very umami taste right. they now sell it as Marmite but the advertising campaign for Marmite is you either love it or hate it I absolutely love it Yeah, you love it too I love it no yeah. I thought that uh, was our pudding you are describing right? no, no it's, it's just a savoury yeah. spread but there are a lot of people out there that can't be around it if you open up a jar in a kitchen they're like oh Marmite All so right. it's, it's similar Woo! now we normally give things scores uh, which uh, you can be part of this if you want sure. and score it what what we give we give it scores on its taste, mm -hmm. it's what it looks like, its aesthetic, and how useful is it mm. in the house if you've got it, and you know you're using you're making something or you're doing something. So as a taste, Dom, oh, it's going to be a tough one. This guys, yeah. I mean, I do not like the taste at all. <laughs> I would rather never taste that again, if I could. Hang on, I'll taste it one more time. That's quite, that's quite low. <laughs> yeah, I think they they would accept a, a low number on taste, and they they would take pride in it. Actually, I don't want to upset the people from the law. They lean this, into it, as they say. Okay, great. Well, I'm saying this based on a complete uh, ignorance of the the um, beverage itself. But to me, it tastes dangerous. <laughs> It does. It, it, it tastes like I've I've accidentally drank a chemical that's ignorant. Strip walls. Yeah, that's also a great slogan. Ignorant to beverage itself. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. just flat out dangerous. It's dangerous. Just, yeah, yes. dangerous. Absolutely. Give it a score, Dom. I'll out, be generous. Out, out of ten. I'll be generous and give it a point five. That's generous. <laughs> that is maybe the lowest score for anything's taste. ever yeah. got. Yeah, pretty bad. Not. It's just and it's from one to uh, ten. ten. Okay. And you can do decimal points, mm -hmm. which I'll just Point show five, you right. right now, CJ, because... Uh, which is actually below a one. Yeah. It's below a one. And uh, I, I think the actual taste when you put it in your mouth is all right. It's a perfumey, very alcoholic mm -hmm. taste, but it's all right. But it leaves a thing right. from the middle of your tongue backwards. Yeah, like I said, this this whole rankings, I'd say it's incomplete because it's not done with you yet. No. <laughs> There's still another 40 minutes for this thing. Really? Marinate and it messes with you, doesn't Absolutely, it? yes. I mean, Grief. but for taste alone, because of that little perfume at the at the front there, um, I'll give it a, a, 
but, but then it destroys itself. Mm. I'll give it a 3.2. <laughs> it's a self-destructing but like Mission yeah. Impossible. Yeah, yeah, like it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's like it explodes within itself. Did inside you enjoy of you. that? Yeah. Well, it's a Trojan horse. Yeah, I've painted your tongue now with shit. <laughs> <laughs> so right. just enjoy that for 45 minutes. <laughs> That's a good score to me. Um, do you want to give it a score, CJ? For taste? Yeah. yeah. Taste, I think it's I think it's, I'll go with five because you can go either you can go it's a full on one way or full on the other way. Yeah. Well, so right. it's meet in the middle and then whatever side you fall on. My lord will be there for you. Oh, that's lovely. Sean, can you remember it enough to give her a, a score? <laughs> uh, I can. You know, I think uh, this is so much not about the taste, our oh. Malor tradition. I, I'm going to give it, I'm going to go below Dom and I'm, I'm going to give it a zero. Wow. I think it's an it's actual zero. For taste. for taste. That is amazing. Mm. That's, I have to, I, don't disagree with too many scores. I have to disagree with that. I'd rather go with the point five because there, because there is a taste to it. He can't say it doesn't have a taste. I mean, unless, you, unless you have COVID right now. Well, I, mean, I think you, if you it have, didn't have a taste, that would be a higher score. Right, it's, okay. it's a bad taste. Fair yeah. Fair it's an actively negative taste. See, I'd rather you go negative than zero. Yeah. Oh, to be honest with well, you. Can we, can we go negative? Yeah, I, yeah, you can <laughs> yeah, you actually. Can, yeah. We have looked at the rule book and yeah, uh, it is allowed. I was going to say, it seemed never been done. I'm going to go negative three then. I'm going to go negative mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. All right, there we go. Now, aesthetics, I think it jumps up because I'm actually quite charmed by the bottle. Yeah. It's I think the bottle's bo quite traditional, mm -hmm. looks old. It's got the Chicago flag on it. Kind of slightly piratey vibes. Great bottle. Yeah, uh, great bottle. The name on it, I too. bet the t shirts are good. Are the t shirts just the bottle? Kind of emblem. You can get, yeah. They have a lot of. Oh, they I mean, they get creative yeah. for sure. But yeah, let's. We'll get you a more uh, bottle T-shirt. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a seven point six in mm. terms of its aesthetic. I mean, the drink itself is colorless, but the bottle is quite cool. William, I agree. It's got little things. Uh, that... Great description there. It's right. got little things. <laughs> that... And you're right. It's not color. It's it is colorless, but it's it's trying to be a brown liquor. Is it? But it's just not brown enough. Oh, is it trying to? I can't yeah, see anything it looks in this like glass. It's I think it's your green glasses. glass. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I, I mean it's not amazing, but it's been, yeah, a four point five. All right. Okay. Oh, and right. you got an airplane bottle, and that. Is, that should be the only liquor allowed on flights, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, agreed. Can I have a gin and tonic? Right. No. Just no. Malone. Yeah. 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 You could have this and sit down, though. Yeah, what scotch do you have? <laughs> no. Take your medicine. You yeah, can have absolutely. a Malone. You can have it with a boiled egg or not. Right. It's up to yourself. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> have yourself a smelly iceberg and we'll wake you in, we'll wake you in St. Louis. Jesus. All right, CJ, aesthetics. <laughs> what do you think? Aesthetic, sol <laughs> solid six for the aesthetic. I think you're right. Nice, hey, nice tradition. It. Nice traditional. Oh, like, looked at a bottle. It's, but it's lying to you. That's why I can't give it too high of a score. Uh -huh. The aesthetic is it's a nice traditional label and like, like, like oh, so it deceives you. Like, oh, that looks like a, a, a drink like I've had before. You know, and, and it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, not. <laughs> it's not at all. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, Sean. Any thoughts on the uh, aesthetic? I think it's great aesthetics. I'm going to go nine. Um, loving the wow. I love that it's like yellow and red and black, almost like rat poisoning or yeah. like, a, like a warning. Yeah. You know, when, if you go into any bar in Chicago, like that bottle jumps out so much yeah. that you never have to ask if, no matter how many bottles they have behind, you can tell within three seconds if they serve Malort because that mm. bottle just pops out mm. due yeah. to its coloring. Yeah. Great design. So I'm going to say a nine. Wow. It's up there. I like it. How useful is it? This can, is can you add it to, like, would, if you, uh, do you think we're going to see it in chef programs, you know, like, um, 
kitchen nightmare and somebody's, right. somebody's made like a beef thing and they do a flambe with malort. Yeah, it's definitely great I mean, for, so, de- for destruction. I mean, it doesn't have to be just for creating no, it's not, cuisines or anything like that. Yeah, I don't it? think it's real useful as an ingredient. Okay, but right. It's very useful as a bonding experience in Chicago. Yeah, like a right, lot of people, yeah. like that's like your first right. official Chicago memory mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. like you move to the city and there's two things that happen that make you a Chicago and you get your car towed and you do a shot of Malort, you know? <laughs> and so I think like, I, I consider it like a 10 on usefulness because I think it's like part of this like tribal, you yeah. join our group type thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's bringing together a society of people, that's extremely useful. Uh, you wouldn't put it, I don't think you'd do like a Malorton tonic or a Malorton soda. Is that what people might do? Or? Oh, no, it's just know. a shot. Yeah, I think you just have to do the, the It's almost always a, just a uh, shot. There uh, must be some, I bet there's someone listening who's like, sealant. What's maybe? everybody talking about? I love Malort. Really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's people <laughs> who love it. You don't know, like, like oh, do yeah. you really, or if they're just really playing that character just to be arbitrary, right. you know? But, but then, nobody like, but, goes in and says, I'll have three ice cubes and a nice right, tonic water right. and a Malort. I mean, I, or yeah. then sometimes you you hear people like that, and then you find out other detail. Like I heard one guy like that, and then like I I like he keeps excusing himself, and then I realize like this guy smokes like five thousand cigarettes a day, so right. this is probably the only uh, thing he can taste. Right. You know, yeah. right. <laughs> that can cut through even tar. It'll yeah. cut through an inch of tar on your tongue. Yeah. It's still on my tongue. Yeah, yeah it's a weird kind of uh, lingering taste, right? And you're not. I don't think you're adding this to cakes or. Pies, no, no it's more for your, your decks, like the seal, like kind of you know, waterproof things or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, it's, it's more of an outdoor right, yeah, paint stripping. Exactly. Uh, well, I, uh, Sean, I absolutely love that thing that you said that it is useful because it can bring together maybe people on their first freshers week at university, yeah. people coming together as a bonding experience. That makes it very useful. I'm going to pump up the scores in terms of that. So I'm going to give it, I'll give it a 5.2. I, I I agree. I think things like that in a city are really important. When people come mm. to Glasgow, as always, you know, it's fish and chips and iron brew and right. and tenant slagger and mm. a good whiskey. There's good with things that you you relate. So I'm going to give it a high one because of that. Nice. I'm going to give it a seven point five. Wow, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah that's nice. fantastic. What about yourself, CJ? Is it useful? Oh, as usefulness, I'll say 9.9 just because oh, wow. uh, because it's something that no one agrees on and that's something we still need in society. Dis- yeah. you know, uh, Love that. Creative disagreement, like at yeah. a, especially at a bar. You know, a good old-fashioned discussion that can't be settled by Google or something. Yeah. Some, you know, this whole back and forth and pain and different opinions. And Brilliant. Pain and joy and tears and yeah. eggs and, uh, you know, and it, yeah. it, it all comes <laughs> into it. Yeah. <laughs> Pain and joy and no, tears got, and I eggs. Got, I got a spit take in Chicago. Yeah, red, red Hot Chili Peppers' <laughs> next album. Uh, <laughs> Sean, uh, did you give it a score? I know you said no. it was useful, but I don't think you uh, gave it a score. I, I'm going to go 10. I'm going to wow. go 10. Wow. High scores for I'm, this. A minus three to a 10. Right. All <laughs> big range. <laughs> big range. A lot of record setting. On this. That's, what, that's what I'm saying about this, my lord. Yeah. It so many different opinions on yeah. things, you know? Well, I wonder if my dad would like it because my dad enjoys every so often a Campari and soda and there's a little bit of that mm. bitter yes. astringentness. You should get him a little bowl. I'll, I'll tell you what your mum wouldn't like. 
A yeah. smelly iceberg. No, she would hate a smelly iceberg. She'd probably slap my dad directly in the face. Yeah. So don't make that. All right. Good. Well, that, that was a smashing one. I like that. Yeah, I like absolutely. That was great. You know, on Billion Dollar Meet the World, we've said this to people um, since we started doing it. It doesn't always have to be something objectively great, like a, you know, apple pie or, you know, something mm-hmm. super yummy. We just want interesting stuff. And that was certainly one of the more interesting yeah, things that we drank. It certainly was not delicious yeah, at any, by any wasn't. means. No. <laughs> but a fascinating <laughs> beverage because people will drink that. Yeah. Like tonight right. in Chicago, people are getting that down, right? They will, absolutely will be. Yeah. Sure. It's made me feel kind of weird. Okay. Well, we'll should we talk about that. Yeah, remember, remember there was a time when you liked Remember there was a, that's what I'm saying. Remember there was a time when you liked it way back yeah, on the show, yeah, you know what nice. I mean? And it, it came out of the eyes and yeah. now it's like, now it's kind of down by the knees. It gets, you know, yeah, it's, it's it goes in a weird a, place right, now. Yeah, it's... Uh, Will it pass through, do you think, CJ? It passes through kind of... Uh, Respiratory, kind of like, oh, uh, yeah. like kind of COVID-ish, kind of I'm, like through, like not not actually in, inside and outside the system, but just kind of osmosis. It'll it'll pass. I'm through. looking forward to yeah. when it's not in me anymore. Right, you've had a, <laughs> you've had a rough go of things recently because you, I think you, I had a bad oyster. Physically, it'll be out of you, but spiritually, recently. it'll always be a part oh, of you. Oh, always you be part of me, yeah, of course. Well, before we let you guys go, tell us a little bit more about your your podcast and what would what would bring people to listening to your podcast and also where anyone can check you guys out on a weekly basis. Sure, absolutely. Well, the Blackout Diaries podcast, which comes out every Tuesday, our third episode. Like we said, it's a lot of great stories that have come from a live show from normal people and stand-up comics. Hilarious drunken stories. Not always have to be drunken, but it helps. You know what I mean? Like uh, we did a uh, search party episode the other day where a guy got so drunk, he, uh, he was missing. There was a search party for him and then he woke up and joined his own search party looking Brilliant. for himself. <laughs> Did he find himself? They found himself at the bar lately. <laughs> okay, they, then he passed out again. It was a cycle that kept going on. <laughs> oh, wow. But you know. What a time. Things That's of, brilliant. Right, things of that nature. So. Well, check that out. The Blackout Diaries, wherever you get your podcasts. And then... That uh, sounds fun. I'm going yeah, to show you do a you do a weekly live show of The Blackout Diaries. And is, does that become the podcast? Yeah, every Friday at a place called The Lincoln Lodge uh, at 10 p.m., and uh, yeah, come by, check that out. We are sponsored by Malort. So if you saw this podcast <laughs> and you're intrigued by Malort, but I haven't tried it yet, uh, come to the Blackout Diaries and try it out. Brilliant. What's it called? The Lincoln what? The Lincoln Lodge. Link- it's a comedy theater uh, on the north side of Chicago. Oh. Longest running independent comedy show in America ran by wow. Englishman Mark Geary, actually. Well, what and, a shame, because uh, Billy and I were recently in Chicago, and if we'd have known about it, we could have taken a little journey yeah. to the Lincoln Lodge. And Lincoln Lodge is the only place uh, in the world where you can get a smelly iceberg. Yes, Ooh. that is so true. enjoy it. <laughs> that is 100% true, absolutely. Gentlemen, it's been fantastic having you on. Thanks a lot for uh, recommending yes. the more. And we look forward to Thank uh, you. hearing the, uh, the Blackout Diaries what a great thank idea you. for a podcast thank you Don Billy lovely thank yes. you very much that was fantastic that was probably I think the toughest thing that I've certainly done on Billion Dummy the world so far drinking that when it's it was still with me well like you said that it's the taste mixed with the after kind of feelings I, and I, I barely had any and I can feel it in my solar plexus I had a lot and I, mine had an egg in it what are you doing? Well, I didn't mean the egg to go in. What I did, you told the story about the tapas and you put it on a plate. Yeah. So I thought, oh, maybe if you put an egg on it, uh, it would be the same. But the egg, egg can change shape like a rat going down a drain pipe, mm, and it went slipped through your fingers. It slipped them. Yeah, and then it become it become very slippy. Slipped them. Slipped them. 
<laughs> and then I drank it and I wish it. Oh, an eggy drink. Yeah, it's sitting with me. It's sitting done. It was lovely to have CJ and Sean on. That sounds like a great show. Yeah, that would be great. We've Very all had, funny men. We've all had nights out, um, even if you've not been drinking, where you kind of think, woo, that was an adventurous night out. We've all been there. And like CJ said to us after we finished the podcast, there's no shame associated with that show. I think more than anything else, what they're trying to say is, we've all been there. There's all, I mean, we've all, all had We've all got stories. We've all had to shut off the side of a canoe at some point. Yeah, we've all been there. It's fine. So uh, check out their show. Uh, we've run out of time, but let's tell people a few things about what's going on. Well, we've got the art thing. What are we calling that again? Fanart. Fanart. The Fanart episode where we're going to look at people's art, fan art. Fanart. Fanart. And that's going to be uh, sometime around the 5th of September, Labor Day here in America. And uh, if, you, if you've if you made anything that's sort of Lord of the Rings or Billy and Dom or Friendship Onion, please send it our way yep. and we'll open it up on that episode. That'd we'll, be great. We'll open it up on the show and hopefully we'll find places on the wall where we can put it and it will live permanently on the, um, the Friendship Onion wall. You can also rate, review and subscribe to our podcast. If you subscribe to the podcast, but you've not rated or reviewed it, give us a little five-star rating. Give us a little one-sentence review. It super helps us continue to make this show. You can leave questions, comments, and concerns at the French Bunyan at YouTube, and you can watch us there. And you can also leave a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash the Friendship Onion. Or you can send us emails to thefriendshiponion at castmedia.com. You can also get our merchandise. Merch, they call it, at thefriendshiponionpodcast.com. Yes, and if you'd like to send in suggestions for things for Billy and I to eat or drink on Billy and Don Meet the World, remember, it doesn't need to be amazingly pleasant food. It can be just interesting food. See if you can find something that we can actually find in the United States. Unfortunately, people have given us great suggestions from around the world, but it's stuff that you can't get into the United States. So hopefully something that we can find here in California. And we will see you guys next week on The Friendship Onion. Toodles! Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.